Hello, this is Rory with a Love Chat, and today's topic is Right Person, Wrong Time. Now, this is video number 264. If you have a question you would like for me to consider featuring on the Love Chat, please write it in a comment below. And if you enjoy my videos, I would be eternally grateful and owe you my soul if you'd subscribe and hit like. As always, if you would like coaching on your situation, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching, and use the code TLC2020 for 15% off all regular voice coaching. Now then, let's talk about this. Does it exist? The right person, wrong time theory? And for those of you who aren't fully aware of what this is, what does it really mean? Well, the right person, wrong time, basically, in a nutshell, is... It is the correct person you're choosing with the correct skills, traits, characteristics, personality that you desire. Like, this is somebody you could really click with and have a long-term future with, but perhaps it's the wrong time due to things out of your control, maybe out of their control. Maybe somebody recently died and they're going through a depression. Maybe they're going through a breakup and it's been six months, but they're still emotionally unavailable. Maybe it's coronavirus. Maybe... They're not financially stable enough. Maybe they have kids to worry about. Maybe there's a mortgage involved or their finances are tied up in the court. There could be a hundred different reasons as to why they might not be ready. But for whatever reason, this person, the person in your soul, you know, is the one you're supposed to be with. is not ready. And it begs the question, did I meet the right person at the wrong time? If I met you two years from now versus when we met, or maybe even earlier before any of this stuff had happened... Would we have come to the same result? Questions like these are designed in order to make you think. And thinking is something that the dumpy is not only good at, something that they seemingly cannot stop doing. Asking yourself questions that cannot be proven, that are what-ifs, basically. And this is a very large part of the bargaining stage of grief. And when you ask yourself questions like this, think about the purpose. Or wait, hold on, don't think about the purpose. You know what? Here's the purpose. What it does is it puts you into a scenario where, no matter what you do, you think, and you ask yourself questions you cannot possibly have the answers to. If I meet somebody who's been out of a relationship for seven months, that seems like a reasonable amount of time for most people. But for this particular person, maybe they're just not ready. Maybe their mind and their heart is just not ready to move on to that next step. But I really like this person, and we really get along, and there's a lot of things about us that really jive. By all means, this relationship should have been fine. It should have worked out, and we should have beautiful babies right now in a house with a white picket fence, and for some reason, it just didn't work out that way. Now we're asking ourselves, but what if we see each other two years from now, and we reconnect, or six months from now, or what if they get over their ex and then they reach out? What if I met them before they met this person? Would it have worked out? And think about what we're doing here. We're asking ourselves questions we cannot possibly have the answer to, and that's something I get asked very often. Rory, my ex... He's going through some things, they're going through an emotional depression, and there's some work that they need to do, or there's some work that I need to do, or whatever the case may be. Let's just say, hypothetically, they go get that work done, and then they come back to me. Do you think it could work out? And it's not so much that I don't want to answer the question, it's that there's no way for me to know. And there's no way for you to know. And all of this thinking leads us down a path of high anxiety. And because we have high anxiety, that will lead us to do anxiety-ridden actions. And those anxiety-ridden actions will lower our attraction, not only for ourselves, but for our partner that we want back. All it does is cause extra thinking, which in turn gets you to sabotage yourself. All because we asked ourselves one too many questions and we dwelled on one too many thoughts that we could not answer. Now maybe your partner is going to do the work. 
Maybe they're going to get themselves in order, get their house in order, and maybe they'll give you exactly what you need. But the overwhelmingly clear reason that I don't like answering questions like that or giving people false hope in any direction is because we cannot say for sure that those things will happen. You're banking your happiness on a maybe rather than putting your happiness where it belongs, with you. Controlling elements of your life that you have direct control over because that is what helps make you happy is knowing that you're actually able to have a say in what makes you happy and have a say in how much effort you put towards being happy. So many people bank all of this different sources of happiness on other people, other relationships, and the theme remains the same across this. And perhaps I'm biased because I hear so many stories about this, but it just seems that human beings trick themselves into believing that we need other human beings to be happy romantically. What if that's not the case? What if just loving yourself and being enough for yourself means that you don't have to prove it to anybody else, and since you don't need to prove it to anybody else, you're not trying to prove it to anybody else? And so you stop seeking it. It's sort of the same lesson that no contact brings. If you stop chasing after somebody and you just stop and you work on yourself and they give you that second look like, hey, why aren't you chasing me anymore? Why wouldn't happiness do the same thing? Stop chasing happiness and start creating it. The question of right person, wrong time really stems around the idea of hope. Hey, it didn't work out right now. Could it work out later? Could it work out under different circumstances? If I change the way I came at this, could it have worked out? If they do X, Y, or Z, will it work out? Basically, what people are really asking for is, is there hope? Is there something I can do to change the circumstances that I've been handed today in order to help guarantee a relationship with this person in the future? And I just think that's such an upsetting way to hear about how we're choosing to use this time that we've been given and the lessons that we've been given. So to answer the question, I don't think right person, wrong time is a real thing. In other words, if they were the right person, they would have made the time. They would have made the effort. They would have made the love. They would have done the changes. Now, obviously, sometimes, and we have discussed this before, sometimes it's us. Sometimes there's changes that we could make and things that we can improve upon and tighten up on, but this video is not talking about that. This video is specifically talking about when there is something going on in their life, it's the wrong stage of their life, and that given time and given change, then we give them a second chance, or they give us a second chance, or whatever the case may be, then the relationship works out perfectly. I'm not going to say to you folks that this has never happened. In fact, it probably is something that's quite common. My belief on it is that the right person comes into your life, understands you, knows your value, sees your worth, and helps you explore it just like you help them explore theirs. But if they come into your life, see that there's a couple of things that are a little messy, and then bail, what does that say about them? Maybe it says that they're smart and they shouldn't involve themselves in drama that they don't need to. Maybe it says that they give up on people. There's so many variables and there's no way to cover all of them, right? What was the specific issue that they had in their life that caused the relationship to fail? How long have you guys been dating? Were you married? Did you have children? Was there a house and money ties, mortgage, things like that? There's no way to answer all these questions, and so I must, to a degree, take a blanket approach so that the video can apply to most people who listen to this. In my estimation of things, sometimes, right person, wrong time. Sure. Sometimes, wrong person, wrong time. And I think so many people that I speak to are not willing to understand that that can be the case. 
Sometimes what you're really doing when you ask questions like right person, wrong time is just looking for ways to hold on to your ex. Even though, deep down, maybe you know you shouldn't hold on to this person. Maybe you know that they came into your life to teach you a lesson and your life is going to be fantastic once you fully embrace and learn that lesson. Relationships aren't always going to be perfect. Life isn't always going to be easy. Sometimes you are going to lose even though you didn't really commit any sort of mistake. This is about understanding and appreciating Life's random, dumb luck. So, what lesson do we take from that? What lesson do we take away from life introducing us to somebody who we think is wonderful only to pull us away from them? Sometimes it really wasn't us. Sometimes their life is just not together. They need to get their house in order. Sometimes it is us, and we need to get our house in order. But ultimately, what lesson do we take away from this? And I can think of no better quote than from Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Picard. Sometimes you can commit no mistake and still lose. That is not a weakness. That is life. And it's our job, folks, to fully understand that sometimes it is the right person and it is the wrong time. Other times, it's the wrong person and the wrong time, and frankly, that's usually the case. What's important is that we need to take our focus away from things we can't control. We need to take away our focus from conversations that we cannot prove will happen. Things like, hey, maybe if they work on themselves, this could work out. Because that's still focusing on things outside of your realm of control. And that's exactly where our focus needs to go. So yeah, I get why these questions are asked. I totally do. I've been there. It's painful. We want to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, that there's a point, that there's hope, that we can get this person back. And all this can be undone, just a laughable memory one day that we can all smile upon and Gee, I'm so glad it worked out. But other times we need to understand when life is trying to shake us and teach us a lesson, and it's up to us as people who love ourselves to learn the lesson. So it goes both ways. Yes, sometimes it's the right person at the wrong time. But it's usually the wrong person and at the wrong time. And we need to be wise enough to understand that our job in this life is to make ourselves the right person at the right time and let life introduce us to another right person at the right time. That's all I had for today. If you found this video helpful, I'd be very grateful if you'd subscribe and hit like. Please leave a comment down below and tell me what you thought of this video and your opinion on its topic and subject matter, and what videos you might like to see in the future. Additionally, if you'd like extra videos every week, private live streams with me, and free giveaways of my best-selling book on Amazon, just visit my Patreon, patreon.com slash thelovechat. Until next time.